entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got it. Well, hello, and welcome to the Business Builder Show. I know you have other things you could be doing, but you have decided to spend some time with us. So on behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, my sidekick, Carrie Carney, and our producer, Tom Jenkins, we thank you for being here. Last week, we interviewed Bob Chapman. He is the CEO of a company called Barry Waymiller. And Waymiller spelled W-E-H-M-I-L-L-E-R. This is an 8,400 team member company practicing what Bob calls truly human leadership. The interview, by the way, is available on SoundCloud. And the entire show is available on our website, which is businessbuildersglobal.com. And on demand, the show is available on our igloo radio app and that's spelled i-g-l-u so you can listen anytime anywhere today our special guest is misty young misty is smart fun to be around and a great communicator carrie and tom very knowledgeable also she was a treat wasn't she tom Chock full of energy. Yeah, yeah a lot of energy. She uh-huh. was great. Uh, we'll be discussing her book, From Rags to Restaurants, The Secret Recipe, and also what she describes as the irrefutable laws of restaurant success. And I may add, may add, it's also business success. But before we get to Misty, I'd like to share some information uh, we've saw about Facebook and also get into an article in this segment and in the last segment from Jeff Hayden of Inc. Magazine and the title of that article is Seven Habits of People with Remarkable Mental Toughness, which is good for our show of entrepreneurs and small business owners, right? <laughs> that is an absolute must. It's, it's a must. First thing we want to mention is kind of a factoid, I guess, Carrie. We don't normally do the factoid kind of thing, but I thought this was, I thought, thought this was interesting. Here's the headline from Bloomberg Business Week. Americans now spend more time on Facebook than they do with their pets. Now, I guess the headline is supposed to be attention-grabbing, I guess. Mm -hmm. But I found it interesting because they um, reported their quarterly uh, report (laughs) recently. And just a little uh, information. Quarterly revenue for Facebook, $2.9 billion. This is quarterly, by the way. And they had $1.32 billion monthly active users that's a lot of numbers <laughs> for and, a social media company and the dollar revenue exceeded the street expectations yeah if you so, remember when that ipo came out i thought how can they keep this growing and they certainly are well they have and anybody in business who uses facebook knows why um because they've changed the way they do ads but um and then really the whole thing is it was like questioning like how do we spend our days if we're spending um 40 minutes a day on facebook then uh and then there's a statistic in there carry about how much time we spend watching tv and what's that number it's uh but that's like, still uh, like five hours compared i think with television which americans spend more than 
five hours watching on a daily basis. I guess I'm not an American then. Yeah, yeah. well, thank goodness I don't either, um, you know, spend that much time. So, so only reason why I'm bringing this up in terms of the context of this being a business show is a, a quote that I saw a long time ago, and it said, how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. So maybe we should start thinking a little bit more for watching a little more, too much TV and spending a little too much time maybe on social media. Why don't you uh, indicate who that quote is from and where? Uh, Well, actually, what you're reading is my notes, Kerry, and I don't think it's from (laughs) where I have written. But in terms of spending your time, um, you're going to hear Misty Young talk about a book that she read, one of the first books that she read, and it's called The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. So maybe instead of spending five hours on TV, you'll take an hour and read The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz, which, by the way, another friend of ours who's a very successful entrepreneur, uh, he is doing some great things, and I said... Was that your first book you ever read? And he said, yeah, 20 years ago. So it's a very um, important book if you want to think and act big. Okay, so we had our little factoid on, on Facebook. Now let's talk about seven habits of people with remarkable mental toughness. And this comes from Inc. Magazine. And one of my favorite writers, his name is Jeff Hayden, H A D E N. So. It says you don't have you're not born. Well, most people, quite frankly, I don't think are born being mentally tough. It's it's something that you can develop. And Jeff offers a definition. And I love the definition. So here's I don't know if this is a universal definition of mental toughness, toughness, but this is what he has written. The ability to work hard and respond resiliently to failure and adversity. The inner quality that enables individuals to work hard and stick to their long-term passions and goals. I think a couple important words are there, long-term. The ability to work hard and respond resiliently to failure and adversity and stick to your long-term passions and goals. And then he lays out a word that he describes it, sums it up. He says it's grit, G-R-I-T, grit. And by the way, if you want to learn more about grit in education and in business, look up Angela Duckworth, Angela Duckworth. All right, so he has, Kerry, I think he lists, uh, well, he does, seven habits of people with remarkable mental toughness. Um, These kinds of folks have some foundational things. They, successful people generally delay gratification better than the rest of us. That that is such a key because that ties right into the long-term success. It does. They have a plan. They want a happy ending, but they're not going to go in... uh, revel on their first little baby step forward they tend successful people tend to resist temptation some successful people are great at overcoming fear and it's important to note that successful people aren't necessarily not scared they are but they tend to be more courageous than let's say the the average person they're willing to to jump ahead walk through that fear Walk through it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. If you're not scared about something that you should be scared about, you're probably delusional. <laughs> or, or a psychopath. <laughs> or, or, or there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah. So if you're a business owner, uh, quite frankly, I mean, six out of seven days, I'm nervous or apprehensive about just about about a lot mm-hmm. of things, right? Where's our business going? I'm concerned and apprehensive about our clients. What can we do to help them? So, 
You know, let's get to the first one, Carrie. We're going to carry this conversation on into our last segment after we listen to Misty. But here's the first one in, in terms of the seven habits. Successful people always act as if they are in total control. And there's, there's a quote in here from Ignatius. I like this quote, too. It says, pray as if God will take care of it all. Act as if it's all up to you. Yeah, it goes on to say, act as if success or failure is totally within their control. If they succeed, they caused it. If they fail, they caused it. Correct. So some people would question why you should always act as if you are in total control, because there's some thoughts out there that leaders should be transparent. But we'll get to that and the rest of this article of seven habits of people with remarkable mental toughness. After our short break, uh, we will be introducing you to Misty Young. We'll be right back. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving. But my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call. But I know I need help. We're Paychecks, and we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychex right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab, it's going to be mine, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. (laughs) This is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the seven tenets of Taxi Terry. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. Our special guest today is Misty Young. And Misty is a best-selling author, and I want to mention the book that we're going to be talking primarily about. It's called From Rags to Restaurants. Obviously, Misty is connected to restaurants, and she is a restaurant strategist, a coach, and many other things. And Misty, I think I, I think you're calling us from Reno, Nevada, where I think you experienced a beautiful rainbow recently. Oh, Marty, yes, I did experience a beautiful rainbow. I had to go dance in the rain and take video of that rainbow. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. I enjoyed looking at it. And, and I saw your handsome husband there dancing. 
nice. Acting Great. silly. That's awesome. <laughs> We've been married almost 35 years already. Can you believe that? Well, we're going to hear some of that as we go through this interview. Thanks for joining us. Um, mm-hmm. Misty, you, um, you're involved with an organization. I'm going to call it an organization to tee this up called Squeeze In. Okay, go ahead. Tell me, what the okay, heck is right. Squeeze In? <laughs> what is Squeeze In? You know, it's the home of the best omelets on the planet. It's a tiny little restaurant company that we purchased about ten and a half years ago. When I say it's tiny, it's 10 feet, 3 inches wide. It's 62 feet deep. So literally, the original location, you had to squeeze in. There were only 49 chairs in that place, and yet it was doing... Uh, a half a million dollars in revenue when we bought it in 49 chairs in seven operating hours. So you had to squeeze in. We've since squeezed it out with three additional <laughs> locations that okay. are now in business in uh, the Reno Tahoe area and a new one coming in the uh, Bay Area in Redwood City soon. Wow. But, you know, that's, that's a really cool story right there. We should stop this interview right here. That's so interesting right there. But we're not. We're going we're gonna to continue yeah. to talk. So, Okay, so have you? How did you get it into that? Were you always in the restaurant business? I was not. I was marketing and public relations and politics. I was actually a press secretary to an attorney general, believe it or not, and to a deputy press secretary to a governor. And I spent time in marketing and public relations as well. And I always had this dream in the back of my mind to own the squeeze-in, not a cafe, not a restaurant, the squeeze-in particularly. Mm. And when the opportunity appeared, I leaped. And then the net appeared, and everything just lined up for us to make that purchase, and uh, it's just been a fabulous thing. The gentleman we bought it from said to me three times in a row, like he was casting a spell, the squeeze-in will change your life. And boy, did it. It's been a fabulous ride. Uh, Was it easy getting started? No. (laughs) No, there (laughs) were zero systems, Marty. None. None whatsoever. When I first got to the squeeze-in, I said, gosh, where's the schedule? And they said, oh, we don't have a schedule. Everyone just knows when to work. I was like, okay. Um, And when the phone would ring, the incoming phone would ring, uh, the servers would run to the hallway and answer the pay phone. Those were the systems. They did not take credit cards It was or debit cards. This is in 2004, mind you. It was still a cash-only restaurant, and sodas were served in cans. They didn't even have a soda machine. So there were a tremendous number of systems that we had to install, processes we had to create to make the business efficient and profitable. Okay, so systems, processes. Um, I'm going to take a leap right over to say, uh, to ask this question. Um, how important was it, or is it, what's your recommendation, to have a good relationship with the banker or financing? Did that have anything to do with your helping you grow that business? It did in the long run. At the beginning, we bootstrapped everything. We did it all on our own. It nearly took us out. But we, we ultimately, I can tell you this, I am a strong believer in operations and financials in any business. That has to be the firm foundation. It is the thing that all successful businesses stand on, strong financials. It mm. couldn't be more st- strongly impressed upon our listeners. I'm going to completely change the subject. So here we go. <laughs> I guess I got I to gotta understand that this is your whole political career. Um, did you need a job that bad that you... <laughs> <laughs> well, how did I you get involved with that? With that? With that? Actually, well, no, you know, actually in Nevada, um, this was, you know, a number of years ago, politics 
were still somewhat civil. And I had met then-Governor Richard Bryan a few times, and I found him to be very honorable and a really good guy. And so I volunteered on his campaign, and that led to the next 15 years of working not only for the senator, for the, which he became a U.S. senator, uh, partly through my efforts, which I'm thankful that I had the chance to do that. But he became a two-time U.S. senator. I worked with, with him during that phase. And then that just opened the door to the uh, press secretary opportunity with the attorney general, and then that opened the door to the deputy press secretary opportunity in the governor's office. So I found politics to be interesting, fascinating, ultimately not my all-time dream. Uh, but it was a good ride, and I enjoyed it a lot. Who, who did you learn from as you went through this journey? I know you like to read, and I know you followed a lot of different people. At the very beginning, what was what provided the inspiration to keep going? Oh, my gosh. One of the very, very first books I ever read on personal growth and development was The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. It was literally the first book I read, and it sort of switched, a, a, a fl- it flipped the switch in my mind. And then I began to, I mean, I've read all kinds of authors from Wayne Dyer and Gary Zukov and uh, Michael Talbot, all the way up to some of the classics that we all know, John Maxwell and, and Jim Rohn. And, you know, I study a tremendous amount, and I learn from people, actual human beings that are in my life on a day-to-day basis, like Nevada Attorney General Frankie Sue Del Papa, who was a tremendous mentor to me. In fact, this is what she said, "Hun, come be my press secretary. And I said, Frankie Sue, I don't know anything about being a press secretary. And she said, I'll teach you. Mm. And she did. And she did. So I do my best to try to pay that forward as well, finding people that I can grow and mentor and help in the same way that I've been helped. Well, you're mentoring a lot of people now on the Business Builder Show, so I appreciate your being here. Um, of course. What makes Squeeze In so special, other than the first one being awfully narrow? <laughs> it's got such a great vibe. It it feels like a love fest in there. There's something about, not to go all hippie here, but there's something about the vibration in the place that that is fun and high energy and inclusive. And not to mention we serve fresh, extremely yummy food, you know, in extremely great sized portions, uh, stuff that you're not going to find anywhere else. Like where else are you going to find an omelet with ham, cream cheese, bananas, honey, and apples in it. That's a weird combination. And mushrooms. It's fantastic. And we serve it at the Squeeze Inn. Mm. It, uh, what are your hours? Not that I plan on getting there in the next uh, 24 <laughs> hours, but are you open on, all buddy. the time? What Come are the on, hours? Yeah. <laughs> We're open uh, 363 days a year from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Okay. Uh, yeah. You made that conscious business decision for those hours, right? We sure did, absolutely. You know, it, it, it really supports a good family life. Uh, we're not weekend, working, you know, nights. We do work weekends and holidays, but, of course, we love working weekends and holidays because that's when the guests are there in massive quantities, mm-hmm. and it's an awful lot of fun. How important are vendors for you in terms of building relationships? Critical. Critical. You know, I come back to that idea that the firm foundation is operations and financials. They they play a role in both of those. In fact, the vendors play a role in every single aspect of running the restaurant. We think the vendor relationships are as important as our relationships with our associates and our guests. Wow, you know, you're a great radio interview. You're just like nailing these answers here, but it's it's forcing me to ask more questions. You know, and they're so. Darn it, Marty! Yeah, it, it's fascinating. But believe it or not, we're down to a, almost a minute of the first segment. I want to when we come back, but we can start talking about you. Your first book was what was the title of your first book? 
Well, the first book is From Rags to Restaurants, The Secret Recipe. Okay. And uh, there there are many more books inside me, but I haven't printed any of them yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I love this one, From Rags to Restaurants. And, 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 and the subtitle is The Secret Recipe. Now, you're going to continue to share some of your secrets, right? Absolutely. I can't wait to do that. I think your audience will find this very valuable. You know, this book is a personal story wrapped around a rock-solid business book. I can't wait to share. We got time for about 30 seconds. I know that's not enough time. Begin talking about your journey, because I know you don't hide spirituality. Talk to me a little bit about that before we take a break. I believe the universe is here and is obligated to give us what we think about to open and expand those things that we put into our consciousness and carry in our emotional body on a day-to-day basis. I believe the universe is here to support us, and I believe it does it personally, in business, emotionally, financially, spiritually, in every way that we show up as human beings. Here to support us. Interesting thought process. We are speaking with Misty Young. Her book is From Rags to Restaurants. We're going to continue our discussion of her personal journey, and we're going to get into what she calls the five irrefutable laws of restaurant success. We're with Misty Young. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Business Builders Show. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Dear business owner. The shocking truth is many small businesses fail or don't meet the owner's expectations. You want help, but you're not sure where to turn. Maybe you're not sure how a qualified and experienced business coach can help you grow your business. Would a no-risk guarantee of measurable results put your mind at ease about using a business coach? Call Marty Wolf Business Solutions at 570-815-1626 today to learn more about a risk-free offer. A short conversation with Marty Wolf Business Solutions is your first step to benefit from a proven business coach guaranteeing results. Call 570-815-1626 today. This offer is only available to all small business owners located in the continental United States. Want to be a success story instead of a business failure statistic? Then call Marty Wolf Business Solutions today to learn more about this risk-free offer. 570-815-1626. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving. But my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call. But I know I need help. We're Paychecks. And we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online, and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychex right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277. Informing, educating, and encouraging. The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builder Show. Our special guest, and I mean special guest, is Misty Young. We are talking about all kinds of things related to restaurants, and we're going to stay on that for a little bit, but I want to talk about general learning because I know you have some friends that I want to talk about, Misty. But let's get into 
the five irrefutable laws of restaurant success. I found them fascinating. And actually, in your book, you wrote a personal note to me. It says, my favorite chapter, Misty. So talk to us about your favorite chapter. Well, my goodness, you know, I really believe that the the language of business is numbers, right? And so we have to look at everything from the numbers, and we have to do it all through the lens of what I call the five irrefutable laws of restaurant success. Now, I have heard from all kinds of businesses, nonprofits, bookstores, pet stores, fire stations that Mm. have said to me, your five irrefutable laws of restaurant success apply to my business. Mm -hmm. So I know they are really, truly the five irrefutable laws of small business success, and they are these. I'll rip through them very quickly. The law of leadership, the ability to influence. We have to start with ourselves. We have to hold ourselves accountable to personal growth and development and do the same with our associates. Mm -hmm. The law of operations. We have to stand on a firm foundation of operations. Every aspect of the business has to be systematized to meet stated goals. The goals have to be written. They have to be stated. The law of financials. Now, I picture this in a star. So at the top of the star is leadership. The bottom two feet of the star are operations and financials. And with the law of financials says that with integrity and diligence, financials and products are tracked and measured and adjusted to assure financial health and fitness and profitability. Finally, finally, we go up to the top arms of the star. We talk about the law of products and services. Our products have to be reliable. We have to diligently serve our guests and our associates. Get this, in business, with courtesy, appreciation, respect, and kindness, talk about the spirituality of business. You have to do it this way. And then finally, the law of marketing. The business must use multimedia tools to communicate in a timely manner with guests and associates in relevant, meaningful ways. We have to meet people where they are. If any business follows those five irrefutable laws of small business success and and hits on all cylinders, they will be successful. This is a business show, so they should be listening. Now, uh, so I'm not remiss, how would people connect with you, Misty? Uh, There's a number of ways. The best and easiest way is through my website, which is mistyyoung.com. That's M-I-S-T-Y-Y-O-U-N-G.com. Easy. There's opt-in right there. Piece of cake. That is easy. Easy for a radio yeah. guy like me. I can even I can say those words and I can spell it. So I'm this is this is an easy interview for me so far. Uh, I want to go back to something you said. The spirituality of business. Mm-hmm. Can you go a little deeper on that for me? Absolutely. You know, you have to be true first to yourself. You have to be true to who you are as a spiritual being and that starts at love. It really starts at love. What I like to say to people is you've got to be in love with yourself, and if you want to be successful in your business, you've got to be in love with your business. So if you're in that place of hating your job because it's business or hating your, you hate it, it, it's become drudgery, you have to back up, step out, unzip that negative, angry attitude and, and, and throw it away. Take that bodysuit of anger and, and animosity towards your business and get rid of it. Put on some new eyes. Ask the questions, what did I love about this business when I started, and how can I fall back in love with my business? You can make that step, you can make your business successful again, and you can have the energy that you want, again, for your business and your family and your community and your associates and your life. We are talking about general business concepts, but I want to make sure that we're clear in terms of you actually would help or coach a restaurant owner that is listening to this interview, correct? 
Yeah, absolutely. I do. I'm a, a coach, a mentor, a counselor. Um, I love to help other restaurant owners get to that place of profitability. And, you know, if anyone's interested, I would love to, you know, I have just a tiny space on my schedule. I can't take on a ton of clients, but yeah, I love to do it and I love to see their progress. And, and for me, again, it's all about love. You know, look what they get to do when they love their business and it's successful. They're supporting families. They're supporting communities. They're supporting nonprofits and charitable organizations in our community, in our restaurants. We feed hungry kids because we love our business so much. Mm, fascinating. Uh, yeah. let's, let's talk about your people. Um, how do you hire? How do you retain? What's, is there a special recipe for that? There is a, a huge recipe for that. You know, I really believe that training is the ultimate fulfillment of your marketing promise. That's what training is. And so, first off, we, we don't really look for the person that has the most experience. We look for the person with a great smile, high energy. And what we realize is you can't mandate personality but you can mandate behavior. So we look for the right personality, and then we teach them the behaviors that we want in the restaurant. We have created an absolutely fabulous multimedia blended uh, training program that incorporates live in-person training, checklists, manuals, job descriptions, accountability, videos, quizzes, tests. You know, it's, it's, and it's always under refreshment. It's always going through uh, updates. In fact, right now we're converting the entire system over to an electronic learning management system so that we have full-on, all the time, access to it from everywhere in a cloud environment. It's fantastic. I would call that a good system. I think so. I think so. You know, by the way, my co-host, Kerry Carney, is filled with personality and has a great smile. And so if he's looking for uh, some additional income, Kerry... I think you could take a look at Misty's company, the squeeze-in. Carrie would be great at the squeeze-in, by the way. As long as you could greet, seat, beverage, bus, take payment, clean, start over, you are good to go. That's what we're going to teach you, my friend. Misty, (laughs) I had a question. It was a Facebook video I saw. Did you ever hear of a young gentleman? I believe it was called Tim's Cafe in Albuquerque. And he has Down syndrome. I love it. He, his recipe is all about loves and hugs. I was, I had I a tear it. in my eye after I watched that video. Oh, gosh, me too. I mean, it, it's how can you not? You know, here's a guy that he runs his business on love. He runs it on love. And guess what? He's ultra successful. What couldn't we learn from a guy that does that? Absolutely. Hey, we can learn a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm the oldest guy connected to all this. I'm the closest one to being a, a hippie. So uh, I'm, really, <laughs> I'm really learning from all this and having fun with this. But I, I want to talk about uh, you have a relationship with a, a person named John Maxwell, Tell me about that. Tell me about it. What an amazing opportunity that appeared in my life to become a member of the John Maxwell team. Now, that's a team of leaders and leadership students from around the world. We have over 120 countries represented in our group of professional coaches, speakers, and trainers. That relationship just exploded and expanded when I became involved with the organization. I was appointed to John Maxwell's President's Advisory Council, and now I have the opportunity to even work further with the John Maxwell team and with the President and with the President himself and with John on a project basis. It's a thrilling, wonderful opportunity that I'm so thankful for to be taught and mentored by a gentleman of that caliber. He's the number one leadership guru in human history. He's written more words on leadership than anyone else ever. Wow. And uh, I just couldn't be more thankful than to be affiliated with him. Misty, congratulations with that. We've got about 40 seconds. What did I miss? Did I, should I be saying something else? Tell us. Talk to me. Yes, yes. Anything else? Question. 
beg the question. Ask the question. All day, every day, ask questions. That's how you get better in business. You ask questions and you ask better questions. And when you do so, you get better answers. That's the big secret. Once again, where you've been speaking with Misty Young. Uh, she is a best-selling author, a restaurant strategist, coach, consultant, connected to John Maxwell. What a great interview. And you can reach Misty at um, uh, correct this. Make sure I'm right. All right, Misty. It's mistyyoung.com, correct? That's absolutely right. Misty, thank you so much for being on the Business Builder Show. What a great show. I really enjoyed being with you. Gentlemen, it was my pleasure. Thank you again. Presenting the thought leaders of today. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab, it's going to be mine, jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? He said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. (laughs) This is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the seven tenets of Taxi Terry. Dear business owner, the shocking truth is many small businesses fail or don't meet the owner's expectations. You want help, but you're not sure where to turn. Maybe you're not sure how a qualified and experienced business coach can help you grow your business. Would a no-risk guarantee of measurable results put your mind at ease about using a business coach? Call Marty Wolf Business Solutions at 570-815-1626 today to learn more about a risk-free offer. A short conversation with Marty Wolf Business Solutions is your first step to benefit from a proven business coach guaranteeing results. Call 570-815-1626 today. This offer is only available to all small business owners located in the continental United States. Want to be a success story instead of a business failure statistic? Then call Marty Wolf Business Solutions today to learn more about this risk-free offer. 570-815-1626. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builder Show. Well, we told you, Misty would be smart, fun to be around, and a great communicator. Uh, the enthusiasm came through the radio, I think, or for whatever device you're listening. Affirmative. <laughs> Affirmative. Okay. First segment, we were talking about the seven habits of people with remarkable mental toughness by Jeff Hayden of Inc. Magazine, and what we started to talk about was the word grit, and that connects to mental toughness, and the first thing that we mentioned in terms of number one of seven habits is always act if, as if you are in total control. I'd like to read this quote again. Pray as if God will take care of it all. Act as if it is all up to you. If it's meant to be, it's it's up, up to, to me, me. right? <laughs> okay. But I said at the la- at the end of the segment that sometimes people would say, "Well, 
if you're always acting like you're in total control, you're not open to new suggestions. And there's a theory in leadership that I somewhat subscribe to that sometimes you need to be transparent. So but this is just saying, you know, you make things happen. Okay, number two, in terms of mental toughness, put aside things you have no ability to impact. Put aside things you have no ability to impact. Politics, the weather, um, your family sometimes. You can influence, I guess, your family. But these things, if you don't have an ability to impact certain things, don't spend a lot of time and energy on them. They become ghosts. And they, they suck like energy out of you because you're worried about something, again, that you have no control over and you're wasting your time inventory on it. Focus on something you can have an impact on. Yeah. Now, you shouldn't completely ignore politics or your family, obviously. Do what you can do. You vote. Uh, listen to folks. You know, uh, contribute in any way that you can. That's important. Another point. Seven habits of people with remarkable mental toughness. They see the past as valuable training and nothing more. I like that analogy, Carrie. I like the thought process of the past as training. Learn from your mistakes. Well, if you're in, they call that mindfulness. Okay. You let the past go. You learn from it, but you focus on the now and where the now is going to bring you into the future. Mindfulness. I like that because if you're bogged down from the past or (laughs) thinking about controlling, if you're terrified about the future, you'll be stuck right there. Right, If your left leg is in yesterday and your right leg is in tomorrow, all you're doing is peeing on today. (laughs) That's it. Can we say that? Absolutely. (laughs) I I like what he says. The past is just training. Yeah. You know, uh, learn from it. Do better in the future. And the now. Yeah, I I like that. Um, Celebrate the success of others. Uh, We all know a few. Maybe you were guilty of this. I know I am. I have to admit it. I'm going to be transparent. Sometimes um, we should be celebrating everyone's, he calls it, awesomeness. Celebrate others' successes. And why we sometimes don't celebrate others' successes is because we think that there's not enough to go around. Not if enough to six- go around, or maybe they're piggybacking, and I'm a little bit upset. I didn't garner all the success. There's so many issues. A lot that can, around that, that carry right? tie you in a quagmire. Yeah. But, but- I, it, it, it's just great, because that's going to bring more success out of those people, and they can start to recognize that. Not everybody agrees with the law of attraction. <laughs> Okay, Uh, and it's not sitting on the couch waiting for something. But the law of attraction will say if you're genuinely celebrating other success with them, the law of attraction says you're in for some good news also. Right. If you're on the positive side of that equation, again, go back to this abundance versus scarcity. If someone else is winning, you think, well, there's not enough left for me to have. That's not true. There's all kinds of abundance. There's all kinds of um, success out there for everybody, as opposed to scarcity, which is uh, is not enough for everybody. Right, right Care? I, I've seen this in, in such mundane tasks as digging a ditch and watching someone really come up with an idea to get the job done. And then that energy goes to another person who comes up with another great idea in getting this ditch dug. 
It's yeah. not just, you know, high-power technology. It's It can be the mundane and make it great. Well, they say misery loves company, but so does awesomeness. That's it. Yeah. Tom, you have this incredible ability to some... Now, I don't know what to say for the next two, three minutes of this show. <laughs> you know, he's really good at that, Kerry, isn't he? He's, he just sums it up, he's man. He's the man. He, he jumps just, in. He just nails it. This producer guy has this down. I have to keep going because I got two or three more minutes yeah, to fill, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have to keep going. Well, thank you very much for all of, for celebrating my awesomeness. I appreciate that. I'm very grateful. Okay. Well, let me come back to what we're talking about. In addition to Tom... Seven Habits of People with Remarkable Mental Toughness. Um, next one he talks about, and Jeff Hayden talks about, is never allow yourself to whine or complain or criticize. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're human beings, uh-huh. you know. A little bit comes out. That's natural. But when you're with someone that has nothing but an axe to grind for the whole eight or nine hour day, it makes that day seem like twenty four hours. It's it, there's no there's a day no is twenty four hours, isn't it? No, no, it makes it the oh. eight hour work day seem oh, like the twenty four hour okay. work day. <laughs> right, and it comes back to what you talked about earlier, Carrie. You know, where are you spending your time and your energy? If you are allowed to be influenced by the whiners and the complainers. Um, you won't take action. And you've got to take action. Don't complain. You'll be muddled down. Create in the some minutia. action. It says something here, too, that says, and do the same with your friends or colleagues. Meaning, you know, don't just talk about it. And, and get them involved and, and, and try to help them make their life better. Now, I want to add something here. <laughs> I'm all for trying to make other people's lives better. I'm all for it. Right. But make sure the student is ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make sure the student is ready. Because you're wasting your time at that moment. And they're just not going to be ready for the lesson. So make sure the student is re- ready. Uh, number six says, focus only on impressing yourself. The fancy car, the fancy clothes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, may make you feel good, and that's all right if you have that, but that doesn't necessarily translate into true friendships and true relationships. Well, the last line that Jeff Hayden has, and you will have a lot more mental energy to spend on the people who really do matter in your life. The words mental energy have come up repeatedly, both in this article and we keep referring back to it, because I suppose the mental energy is the primary thing that will drive your mental toughness. Absolutely. One plus one equals two. Yeah. And to get that mental energy, you have to have that toughness. And mental energy drives the toughness. Final point that he makes is count your blessings. Take a second every night before you turn out the light. And in that moment, quit worrying about what you don't have. Quit worrying about what others have that you don't have. Think about what you do have. Take an attitude of gratitude. Attitude of gratitude, Tom. Great, again. And the other thing, in addition to the attitude of gratitude, when you're falling asleep, and in the morning, I suggest, but let's go back to when you're falling asleep. Have that attitude of gratitude. Count your blessings, because there are many. I would also suggest, from a practical standpoint, that you plan your day. You think about your day. You think about your week. You think about your quarter. What are the good things that you can accomplish? When you think about... You're grateful for what you already have and you plan for the future? I promise you. Abundance. I promise you abundance. I promise you'll, you will light it up 
the next day. So we need to wrap up. So thank you again for being part of the Business Builder Show. We appreciate you taking time to be with us. A special thank you to Misty Young for a fun, entertaining, and instructive interview. You can connect with Misty on her website, which is simply mistyyoung.com. Although Misty focuses her work primarily on restaurants, there's all kinds of business lessons. So log on to mistyyoung.com. Tom and Carrie, another great job. Tom, thanks for your insights today. Special, man. Thank you for the coffee. Yeah, you're welcome, man. And let's thank Jeff Hayden. And Jeff Hayden. Our special guest next week will be Mark Hunter. Mark is the president and founder of an international coaching company and has written a book, The Brink, How How Great Leadership is Invented. Fascinating. So we need to wrap up today. We do our best on the Business Builder Show so you can do your best. I'm Marty Wolf. Thanks for listening and have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. The greatest customer experience I've ever encountered originated in an unlikely location. However, it created a story that's gone viral on YouTube and has been heard in person by over a million people. Driver of the cab that's going to be mine jumps out of his cab, points at me in the front of the line, and shouts, Are you ready for the best cab ride of your life? <laughs> said, I'm Taxi Terry. Great, I got the motivational cab driver. <laughs> this is Scott McCain. The lessons I learned from that amazing cab driver form the basis of my new book, Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry, how every employee can create and deliver the ultimate customer experience. No matter your position or the size of the organization where you work, you can grow your business and create distinction with these seven lessons. This new book is available on Amazon.com and wherever business books are sold. If a cab driver can deliver the ultimate customer experience, you can too. Discover the tenets to distinctive success in the Seven Tenets of Taxi Terry. I've owned my company for 14 years now, and I can tell you that payroll is a four-letter word. I hate doing it. It eats up hours I don't have, and it costs me money I could be saving. But my accountant's too expensive, and I'm not sure who to call. But I know I need help. We're Paychecks, and we take all the hassles out of small business payroll. We save you time and money. It's easy. Call, fax, or give us your payroll information securely online and we take care of the rest. We calculate the correct taxes, manage payments and direct deposits. We even send out your checks. Payroll doesn't need to be a four-letter word anymore. We're so sure that we can save you time and money that we'll give you a month's payroll free. Just for calling 877-650-0277. Get one month's payroll for free. Call Paychecks right now. 877-650-0277. That's 877-650-0277.